Hey and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, first off this week, there's a movie that I recently watched on Netflix that I love, which is called Strike a Pose, and it's a documentary following the background dancers on Madonna's Blonde Ambition Tour back way back, I think in the 90s. So I guess not way back. Well, for me, way back because I was born in 99. But there you go. Um, And it follows not just their relationship with Madonna. Madonna isn't actually like a giant character in it. But it follows their, their careers and how she helped them or hurt them. Kind of did both at the same time. How they became a family how the AIDS crisis really affected them and their lives during that period of time and kind of forming their own family and moving on from that tour. Like, what do you do with yourselves after this? Because she kind of picked them out of not really knowing what to do or not really making a name for themselves. And then all of a sudden they were in her movie, um, Truth or Dare, and that kind of affected their lives in a bunch of different positive and negative ways. And I don't know, I, I would just really recommend it. It's really interesting and it's on Netflix. And it's simultaneously like heartwarming and heartbreaking, kind of more on the heartbreaking side. But it's really good and interesting. And I'm not someone who's like tracked Madonna um, by any means. But it was an insight into her kind of complex way of thinking. And so I would definitely say watch that. In addition, something else really heartbreaking is this documentary series on Netflix called The Keepers, which basically investigates the death of this nun, but it goes so much deeper than that. She died in 69, but people who are fully adults, they're I think in their 60s or 70s now, who were her students back in the day, are investigating her murder, but it really goes into the Catholic Church in Baltimore, and I don't know, it goes deep. I haven't finished the whole thing, but it's kind of horrifying, definitely horrifying, and you need to sit down and like take a breath afterward because it just keeps twisting and becoming worse and worse, but it's really, really interesting, and I would just recommend it, but make sure you're kind of steeled for it because it's hard. It's hard to watch, and it just keeps getting harder to watch. So if you can't tell from my recommendations, I've had a lot of free time lately, which is because I've graduated which is super weird and I feel kind of at a loss right now. Identity-wise, being at the same school for 13 years means that you're very attached to that as your personality in a way. Not personality, but I don't know. A lot of my memories were formed there. Most of them were formed there with people I met there and I'm just super connected to this school, this institution, and it's really weird to just kind of be cut loose from there all of a sudden. Like one day you're there and then the next day they like delete your email account and you have to kind of attach yourself to another institution. It's just a super weird feeling. So I've had a lot of time, less time than I expected because I've been kind of busy and productive, but I've had a lot of time to just kind of sit and feel weird about leaving the city, especially like at night when it's really warm out as it kind of has been lately, or like if I'm exploring a new place or if I'm out with friends, I just kind of get these moments of like, wow, I am really sad about leaving this, or I'm just feeling kind of at a loss with, you know, no strings on me connected to the school anymore. And I'm kind of in limbo between like being attached to one school and being attached to the other school. So it's a really bizarre feeling to kind of have to navigate your own schedule and navigate your own self not connected to this place. And it's like, I still have apparel from Dalton. And so on the one hand, it's like, oh yeah, of course I'm connected to the school. But on the other hand, it's like, well, 
you know, in three or four years when the people I was in high school with have all graduated, it's just going to be my sister there that I know basically. And after she graduates, then it's like there are hundreds and hundreds of other alumni that I have no idea went there and I'm just going to be another one of those. So it's a really bizarre feeling that I'm trying to kind of navigate now by occupying myself with other things and kind of coming back to my friends that I love so dearly from my school and just really trying to figure out like what does that mean and what will my school mean to me in the future because I identify so heavily with that because it's been my whole life but talking to adults like my my parents they don't identify really as much with their school that they went to growing up as they do like maybe with their colleges or I don't know it's just it's just an odd feeling because for me that's my whole life but for other people it, at a certain point it becomes something that you've kind of forgotten and I can't really see myself forgetting it yet but I know that that's just kind of a thing that happens. Part of that leads into my next kind of segment which is photos. I wish that I had taken more photos of my school as my mom said I should. I mean I can always go back I live like nine blocks away from my school but my mom was always like, you should just, before you leave, take pictures of the inside of your school. So maybe I'll have my sister do that for me next year when she goes back. But I've been finding photos really burdensome for a long time, realizing that it's hard for me to enjoy stuff without feeling like, should I take a photo? I don't know. And I sometimes have to decide, no, you're not going to. You're just not going to take a photo. And then I can feel like, okay, I don't need to do it. But if I don't decide I'm not going to do it, I feel really stressed out about it. And I feel like that's not actually that uncommon given that we kind of live in this internet world where a lot of stuff is seen just by photos on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. There's this real feeling of like, well, if I didn't take a picture, then no one's going to know how cool it was. And if no one knows how cool it was, then what? Or like... I don't know, I've always been kind of distressed about that idea of like marking something or posting it on Instagram or whatever, and there's the feeling of like trying to enjoy something without documenting it that I think I need to get more adjusted to. I don't tend to document that much stuff, like I don't tend to take that many photos. If I go to a party and we're like, oh, everyone send photos from the party, I'm usually not one who has them on my phone even though I'll be in them because... I kind of find it stressful because once you start down that path, then you're trying to take the best one possible, and I just know that that's something that's going to frustrate me and make me feel kind of stressed out, and it still does make me feel stressed out, and I don't know, I think that that's not that uncommon given how many opportunities we keep getting to take photos of where we are, you know, like every kind of social network is now publishing more and more ways to put photos out there at any given moment, like Snapchat has stories and obviously just the nature of Snapchat is photographic, but then Facebook also has stories. So in the moment you post it and then afterward you can post it on Facebook forever. And I don't know, just this, the record of everything being there makes me feel like I can't really enjoy something without photographing it. And I just think that's really, really stressful because also you know that you can't capture how great something is in a photo. And I really want to convey that, but I can't. So sometimes I just have to tell myself like, no, you're just not going to do that. Kind of in the same way that I can't really relax unless I tell myself, okay, you're going to just relax today. Um, it's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of a similar, like telling yourself that you have to let go of something or telling yourself that you, you cannot do it and giving yourself permission, I feel like has helped. So if you struggle with that, if you kind of feel this weird obligation that's somehow just kind of been created by the nature of, I don't know, I guess just kind of the world that we live in. 
I would just tell yourself that it's fine because it is fine. And like if you're somewhere amazing that a lot of people go to, let's say you're at like a landmark, there are going to be other photos out there. And even though taking a photo yourself is more special, it's kind of after the fact feels a little less special often, at least for me. It's like, okay, it took a great photo, but it's not as good as the ones that other people have taken and a ton of other people go there. And it just feels a little less special than just kind of admiring it and focusing on trying to make it the best you can on your phone or on your screen or whatever really kind of takes away from like actually enjoying it, which sounds so like old man yells at cloudy, which is something I really hate. But just personally, I find it really hard to enjoy stuff when I'm focusing the whole time on being hard on myself for like not capturing it the right way because nothing can really capture it. And now something I'm obsessed with, which is kind of retro feeling, I guess, which is that I got a file of facts, which if you don't know, is like a little planner book that you put new leaves leaves in every year. It's got like days and and places for you to write down contacts, which I don't really use. But my mom's had them for literally like since the 80s, I think, or 90s. She's got, she keeps her old calendars and like schedules just to remember what's happened, which is really cool. And I realized that I'm not good at planning stuff out and I'm not good at like putting things on my phone to remind me. I just find it stressful if I can't write it down. So I got a file of facts, which is something that they're apparently kind of going to slow down making because not enough people use them, which makes me sad because it has been so helpful to actually just like look in a planner. And I'm not someone who's been good at that traditionally through my high school days, like using a planner. I've kind of just written it down in various places and somehow that's worked for me. But this has really worked and been awesome. So I would really recommend getting yourself an actual physical planner if you feel stressed out because even like little things, I just can't keep putting reminders on my phone and tracking them. And it just gets so scary to depend on your phone that way, which is ridiculous because I depend on my phone for everything. Like I have all my notes there and I text myself things all the time to remember and the reminder app, but sometimes it goes haywire and sometimes you just need an actual book. So get a book. That is my recommendation of the day is like get an actual physical planner book because there's something about writing stuff down That is so much more relaxing to me than like feeling like I'm juggling stuff in my head. And if you're bad at juggling stuff in your head like I am, really try this thing. It's so helpful. I feel way more relaxed now. And last but not least, officially, is a recommendation for a song. It's called Bedroom by Litany, L-I-T-A-N-Y. It's a song. It's really catchy. It's kind of repetitive, but it's really catchy and just... A very like nice little summer song to listen to that's not like all the other summer songs it's more alternative it's just it makes you feel kind of good and like cheerful I like to listen to it when it's raining like right now it just makes me feel like relaxed and not as um sad about the weather as I tend to get naturally can't help it it just is that way so I would just recommend this song I'm not good at explaining it but you should listen to it. So that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. Bye.